What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Mike and Virginia Chevalier are not only diehard Broncos fans, they're also proud CSU alums and longtime DNVR members. They're a husband-wife team with over 15 years of financial service experience. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Since your home is likely to be one of your largest assets and your mortgage to be your largest debt, They believe it's vital to consider your full financial picture when purchasing a home. This includes considering your short-term and long-term planning goals, your investments, and your tax situation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat when you do. More importantly, get set up with a free consultation and discuss all of your options. Guys, I'm telling you, if you're wondering if the rates are as good as you're hearing, you need to call them. These are some incredible rates. Mike and Virginia are there to make refinance, make the entire process as simple as possible, but they know that it's not for everyone. They're going to run a quick analysis and honestly let you know whether refinancing might be the right option for you. Visit dnvrmortgage.com. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. You know, I saw you mentioned after that first scrimmage how the team kind of exposed a lot of the issues. Just what were some of those issues and how do you guys kind of fix those before the first game? Well, certainly, uh, you know, the issues I, I just think are, number one, you're trying to obviously get a new offense, a new defense, a new special teams schematically installed. And you're trying to do that, you know, with with a lot of moving parts. And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, you're, you're, you never have a full complement between injuries or between um, quarantines or contact tracing illnesses. You know, you're constantly shuffling players, sometimes big portions of certain units. So it's very, very difficult to create, in, especially on offense, where you have to have a lot of uh, execution requires a lot of timing and working together maybe a little bit even more so than defense. So I think it's uh, challenging offensively for sure. And uh, so I think, you know, um, we've been dealing with uh, these types of things since uh, since we started, let's call this training camp, um, on a steady, steady basis. So that's, that's, that's the new world we're in. That's what everybody's going to be confronted with. And you just have to learn. I tell the team all the time, you know, there's, is, is be ready to change, be ready to adjust. There are curveballs coming, and we've got to handle it. It's not perfect, but uh, thank God, you know, we have a chance to play, and we're all we're, we're developing our program. What's up, everyone? That audio was obviously of Steve Adazio, courtesy of CSU Athletics. Shout out to them for getting us some press availability. Finally, I'm sure you guys are thrilled that we will stop complaining about it. It's been a weird year for everyone, and I tried to make it clear, you know, even even when I was complaining over the last couple of weeks that I understood that it was a unique situation. 
and that, you know, some of those decisions were probably coming from, you know, above the heads of the people that we usually interact with anyways. But regardless, it doesn't really matter. I appreciate, you know, the people over at CSU for helping us get some access and, you know, give us a chance to talk to him for the first time in months. It was it was interesting. I posted on Twitter that I butchered my first question, which I went back and listened to it. It wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was in my mind, but it definitely was not solid. Had a couple rough questions talking to uh, Nico Medved as well. I'm rusty, guys. I'm, I'm really, really rusty. I haven't gotten that many chances to talk to people over the last couple of months, I guess. And yeah, the rust definitely showed there. I felt like the uh, the quarterback that never gets any playing time then all of a sudden gets thrown into the game and is like, oh crap, I gotta move the chains. But uh, yeah, I was just appreciative to get that access. We got to talk with Steve Adazio for about 30 minutes in total. He went over all kinds of things. I'm not gonna, you know, go over every single detail of the press conference. You know, some of it was not that interesting. Most of it, you know, I thought he gave, you know, fairly insightful answers. It seemed like he was trying to play ball and, you know, kind of help people if if their questions were not great. That is, you know, kind of part of the process. That was one thing I always credited Mike Bobo for. He got asked a lot of terrible questions over the years, and most times he would, you know, find a way to give an answer that was, you know, probably a lot better than what the question actually deserved. But, you know, that's what coaches that are good with the media do. And it seems like Adazio is, you know, trying to do that, trying to be welcoming. We all know that, you know, he probably doesn't love the local media at this point. It wasn't exactly the the warmest welcome. And, you know, with everything that happened, obviously, over the last couple of months, it's, it's probably going to be in an interesting relationship, to say the least. I don't think he's going to be, you know, so petty with everyone that he completely blocks everyone out or anything like that. But, you know, I don't expect him to invite anybody out for a beer or anything either, which, you know, that's fine. That's That's probably not how the relationship should be anyways. We are going to be talking about a variety of things when it comes to CSU football on today's podcast. Going to give just a couple brief impressions on the schedule. I did write about it, so go and check that out as well. And I think, you know, most of them were fairly obvious, so I wasn't going to dictate the whole podcast to it. Uh, Also going to respond to just some things we heard from Adazio in that press conference, a couple of things we learned. Uh, You know, one of the things specifically is that there has not been any, you know, official starting positions locked down yet. It 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 does sound like Cam Reddy is gonna play at center based on the release that we got. And that's, you know, slightly surprising just given that Scott Brooks was, you know, a fifth year senior, a guy who started all the games at center last year. Who knows what that means for him? Could slide over to guard, uh, you know, could be a backup, could just be a swing guy. You're gonna need more than five linemen in any season, but especially this year. So, you know, I imagine you really need like seven or eight guys that you feel, you know, pretty comfortable with anyways. I I will say that I do know a couple of offensive linemen have opted out. I'm not sure which individuals those are. I went and looked at the roster and I didn't see any changes, so I don't think they're going to take anybody off or anything like that. That's probably good, you know, for their own just privacy, I guess. I'm I'm not sure if they're going to announce the players that opted out or not, or if there's some rules against that, we'll have to see. Uh, I'm not saying Scott Brooks opted out. I'm not sure. I'm just saying I do know a couple of offensive linemen have opted out. One of the things that surprised me just a little bit was that he did not say that Patrick O'Brien would be the starting quarterback. He had plenty of positive things to say, and I'm actually going to play some audio from that. 
but he didn't outright name Patrick, you know, the starter. You know, he did the old coach routine, talking about competition. Competition is good. Everybody needs to compete every day, all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. The same stuff we hear from every single coach. I get it. That's just what you have to say in that situation. We don't know, you know, specifically if it's just because, you know, Santeo is impressed so much that, you know, he's earned the chance to run with the ones. It, it could be, you know, due to some COVID stuff. Dazio did imply that they've had to deal with, you know, a lot of misreps on offense over the last couple of months, partly due to injury, partly due to contact tracing, illness, all of that stuff. So, you know, reading between the lines, there are just a lot of different reasons why that could be the case. But I will say, I've heard a lot of great things about Todd Santeo from people inside the program. And everything that Adazio had to say about him was certainly positive as well. So encouraging things, it could be a situation where at least early, we see multiple quarterbacks. And and generally, I'm not a huge fan of that. I will say, you know, there are some systems that have had, you know, more success with it, especially in the last couple of years or so, you're able to kind of manage it. And I think if you if you make the expectations to the quarterbacks extremely clear that you can have some success with it, I just, I wonder, you know, can a quarterback really reach his full potential if he's always having to look over his shoulder after every little mistake? You know, you can't, you just can't play the position that way and at least, you know, be a dynamic guy, in my opinion. You know, you might not have a choice earlier in the year, I just think nobody wants a situation like 2018 where it was Colin Hill and KJ Carter Samuels and they were going back and forth the entire season and it was super confusing because everybody knew that Colin was the leader of the team but KJ was healthier and I don't know so many of those switches by Bobo just seemed so emotional and on the spot and it, it just did not work out well. You know, if you want to go back a little further, in 2015, Bobo kind of did the same thing with Nick Stevens and Coleman Key. Coleman Key, you know, everybody thought that dude was going to be this stud, highly touted recruit at a broken arrow in Oklahoma, and it never worked out with him for a variety of reasons. But, you know, you never really saw Nick come into his own until he had definitively locked down that starter role. You know, even in, in like 2016 when he got the position back after Colin Hill went down and we, you know, saw him play some of the best football of his career, you know, down the stretch of that 2016 season. I just wonder if at least part of it can be attributed to the fact that he just felt more, you know, sure of himself, confident in his role as that quarterback, you know, as the QB1, however you want to phrase it, the starter. I just, I do think that is a big factor, so... Long term, you know, I hope they're able to lock down a a quarterback that is, you know, able to be the the more consistent starter. Maybe you have packages for the other guys. I'm not sure. There are times you can make that work, and I know that the Saints have done it, you know, fairly successfully with Taysom Hill over the last couple of years, but I just think about the way that Drew Brees responds every time that they pull him out of the game and, you know, he's the he's the leader. It's his offense. So I just think it's natural to like, what the hell, you know, when they pull him out, especially, you know, in the red zone, you saw in that most recent game, the Saints pulled Breeze with the game on the line. It was crazy. It's just a different era of football. So, you know, maybe you can do it successfully. And maybe that's just an example of me, you know, living in the past and I need to be more open-minded to this type of stuff. I just think from a, from a mental perspective, from a confidence perspective, it's really important to, you know, kind of lock down that guy fairly early in the season. 
Continuing with this train of thought, here's some audio of Steve Adazio answering Kelly Lyle's question on, you know, why he hasn't named a starter yet. And then I'm also going to play some audio of Adazio talking about Todd Santeo answering my question, you know, just how he's been able to win the team over from a leadership perspective in a short time. And I'll put a little divider in there so you'll be able to, you know, kind of clearly, clearly see, you know, which answer is for which. I think you'll enjoy his answers, though. I think there's always competition, and I think uh, you know Pat has done a phenomenal job of leading this football team. He's a talented player, and Toddy has done a great job as well. But I'm a big believer that everybody on this team competes. Uh, no one, no one should ever feel like you know they have a position locked in. Um, I think that the, the most healthy thing you can do is, is compete every day, compete every practice, compete every week, um, and, and that's what our team is programmed to do right now. So I've certainly not, you know not named at any position. No, this is our starting team by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm still getting to know this football team. Uh, we are full speed ahead every day trying to figure everything out. You know, what's what's schematically best for our personnel um, and, uh, and who's finding a way to excel. Um, I will say this to you. Um, you know, like most teams, you know, used to be, <laughs> We were scheduled last Saturday to have a 70-place scrimmage, and we couldn't do that. And that was a big evaluation tool because um, I like to not only see great every day of practice, but then I like to have those actual scrimmages because it's the closest thing we can get to to let's call it the bright light, you know, where you know there's a high focus and 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 so you you know you grade those scrimmages. Well, we weren't able to do that, and then we were scheduled to do uh, some of that today, and we weren't able to do that. So I would say to you that. Um, there's a lot of things that we're still working through, um, and don't have all those answers yet. And quite possibly we'll roll in the first game and, you know, you'll see multiple people playing for that reason. I think his teammates, um, really respect him like they respect Pat. Uh, these are two guys that are very good leaders. These are two guys that, uh, put the team ahead of themselves. And these are two guys that have great work ethic and universally in football, um, you know, players respect guys that work really hard um, and it's really important to them. And both of those guys uh, show that every day. Uh, Toddy has shown that every day. Uh, obviously, they knew that of Pat. They didn't know Toddy, but they certainly know that now. Um, so, you know, it's been the same with the, we, have, we have several, you know, several new faces and these are guys that have brought tremendous work ethic um, and character to the program. And I think players recognize that. And so kind of like everybody's moving along as one family. Week five of football is in the books. And now is the time to review the tape and get ready for week six. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week six, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store because you do not want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings has great odds boosts for every single game on Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. 
Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That promo code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Cool, cool, cool. We will have more football content over the next couple of days. Make sure you're keeping up with all things DNVR Rams, whether it is written content audio content like the podcast or just the tweets, make sure you're following us on social media at DNVR underscore Rams. I'm so excited for the season to be back, y'all. I think it's just going to be so, so, so much fun. Obviously, you know, there's going to be some quirkiness to this season and, you know, there there will probably be some speed bumps along the way, but just the fact that we have football. I mean, Adazio, I think, probably said it best when he just said, thank God we have an opportunity to play. I think a lot of people just they just want something to focus on that's, you know, not the political cycle or everything that's happening outside. All of that stuff's important and it's not like you should just ignore it. I just think it's healthy to have that release, you know, and I think college football is that for so many people, especially the type of people that listen to this podcast consistently. And, you know, I'm right there with you. I talked about it so many times. I wrote that long feature on, you know, what college football means to me, how important it is to my life. So, I'm, I'm I'm very excited for the Mountain West to be back. Now's an awesome time to subscribe. If you aren't a subscriber, we're doing the deal of the week. You know, if you are a subscriber, you can get the Rams t-shirt for only 20 bucks. That's a score. They're super comfy. They hold up really well. I've had mine for over a year. The color still looks great. Hasn't shrunk. It's, you know, it still fits great. They're just awesome, awesome t-shirts designed by Eric. And hey, you know, the faster that you guys buy these up, the faster that I can get our designer, Eric, the at the D line, if you follow him on Twitter, he's a CSU grad, and I'm trying to convince him to get us more CSU designs. He wants to, but I need you guys to help me, you know, buy some of these t-shirts, get them off the shelves so we can make that happen. Uh, before we go here, I want to shout out just very quickly the first responders that are so bravely, you know, battling the Cameron Peak fire. It is just terrifying what is happening right now, but you know, I know there are just so many people absolutely busting their ass to keep everyone safe. And, you know, I just, I want to try and make a point to always just show how appreciative I am of those people. So thank you guys. Thank you guys so much and fun, stay safe out there. I only seem to write when the words, they don't come to me I'm staring at this page and I swear it stares back at me Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings It's been 35 and I ain't even wrote like half a thing Rhymes that make sense but more lines that didn't I was walking with my headphones, heavy bumping pivot Simplistic white pages, they dreaming we were famous They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas And features, those ain't favors, my mood rings an alligator Spit like Vader with the saber, steady kicking it like Prater Staring at white pages it's habitual behavior, check the flavor, that's some sage advice But confidence a great disguise, and certain lines are idolized Like yeah, I'm fine and I don't mind, it's out of sight, it's out of mind And I've been dwelling on my past just to see what I can find Lost and found memories of places I designed And my imagination's different now, but I swear that